So let's talk about this question I posed early on. Well, this Saturday is the 17th of Tammuz when Moses smashed the Ten Commandments of stone. It was day number 40. You know, he'd gone up fasting, getting the law, getting the commandments. When he came down from Mount Sinai, saw the people worshiping the golden calf, and he smashes them. For generations, nothing significant happened on this date. So, you know, I mean, there's no reason to think that was meant anything at all. But their rebellious and their worshiping idols, that never stopped. And eventually... Enemies came, and the walls of stone that surrounded Jerusalem were breached hmm. by Babylon. And then 600 years later, Rome. The interesting thing is it happened on Tammuz 17, the same date as Moses broke the commandments of stone, which held the law. And so I ask, is that significant? How does God see the walls of Jerusalem? How does it relate to us? Is there some connection between the commandments written in stone and the stone wall? And same way we might ask in the issues of our life, is there some relation to what God's God's law to our lives, you know, falling apart or, or staying stable? Hmm. Isaiah 26, 1. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God will appoint salvation for walls and bulwarks. So right here we have walls relating to salvation. So Tammuz 17 will be about salvation. Isaiah 60, 18, Violence shall no longer be heard in your land, neither wasting nor destruction within your borders, but you shall call your walls salvation mm. and your gates praise. Again, salvation. So when God looks at a wall... One thing we know is he's thinking it's salvation. Well, David often said, I run to you, my refuge, my strong tower, walls. There you go. And the towers, salvation. towers and walls, same yeah. thing. The yeah. guard towers. Isaiah thirty thirteen. Therefore, this iniquity shall be to you like a breach ready to fall, a bulge in the high wall whose breaking comes suddenly in an instant. So, and here we have disobedience compared to a breach. So, I mean, you can't say God didn't warn him. Right. Uh, Proverbs 25, 8, 28. Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. Mm. Again, disobedience. So, for me, I start to say, okay, so this wall, definitely, there's something there that God's trying to communicate with the smashing of the commandments and the smashing of these walls. So, let's get more specific. Walls are made out of stone, right? In our day, we may make them out of concrete or something else, but those are made out stone. of stone, right? Mm -hmm. So how does God see the stones of the wall of Jerusalem, and how does he relate to us? Because those commandments were on stones, right? They were smashed, but they weren't a bunch of stones. They were just one stone each, right? So is there some connection between the commandments written on stone and stones in this wall of Jerusalem? So Jasper is the last of 12 stones mentioned in the high priest's breastplate. Each equate to a tribe's name. Benjamin was the last of the 12 sons of Jacob, if you go from birth order. Naphtali was in the order of the camp, the last one mentioned. Camped on the west with Ephraim and Manasseh. After these things, I, John, looked, and behold, a door opened in heaven. This is Revelation 4. Immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one was sitting on the throne, and he who was sitting was in appearance like a jasper stone. So we're going to start seeing jasper stones coming up, right? So in this case, it's Jesus himself. The holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, also a revelation, 21. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as mm. crystal. The construction of its wall 
was of jasper. The foundations of the wall of this city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper. Hmm. So again, we have gotten here highlighting just one specific stone with this wall and this foundation. Jasper symbolizes the glory of God, his splendor, his brightness, his magnificence, his beauty. Jasper was also known for his highly polished finished. In the same way, we should be known for our high moral standards and the character brought forth in us obedience to God. Hebrews 12 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, sat down at the right hand of God. So let's take a look at some folks who did not do any of those things. You know, I was here in the studio with Q three weeks ago on the end of June on the day the 12 spies were dispatched to search out the promised land about 3,500 years ago. Moses tells the story. So we departed from Horeb. We came to Kadesh Barnea, and I said to you, you've come to the mountains of the Amorites, which Jehovah has, God is giving us. Look, Jehovah, your God has set the land before you. Go up and possess it, as Jehovah Elohim of your fathers has spoken to you. Do not fear, be discouraged. And every one of you came near to me and said, let us send men before us. Let them search out the land for us. Bring back word to us the way by which we should go up and the cities in which we should come. And they chose a leader from each tribe, and they crossed into the valley near Hebron, which was filled with giants, and then went up north into the mountains and spied out the land, the entire land of Canaan. And it was all filled with giants. It took 40 days, and the decision to send them did not end well. And we are now, at this point, it's six weeks, so three weeks in, we're at the halfway point of those 40 days. This Tamu 17 is that halfway point. The 9th of August will arrive in three weeks, and I'll be back on that date to show you the end result of when God says do it and you don't do it, and you say, I got a better idea. How about this? I want to make an appeal. Let's do it this way. It doesn't end well. And so this month of Tammuz, as well as the first nine days of Av, are all about what happens when you, uh, you know, hesitate or don't obey.